Target Podcast. This is your host, Smiley, uh, along with my co-host, Shy, and crazy girlfriend, Van. Um, there she, <laughs> and uh, we are here with Season 3, Episode 78 of the Focus Target Podcast. And this one's going to be a little bit more on the serious side. We're, we've, we've promised it. We've teased it a little bit. We're going to get into counterculture. Now, if you haven't been offended by the Focus Target Cancel. Podcast Cancel. yet, not counterculture. That's that's something different. Cancel that? culture. Um, that's when people try to, you know, do things against the the zeitgeist that is the cultural minimalistic uh, lifestyles. You know, yeah. uh, trying to do things that are out of the normal. Yeah. So like, like, uh, like minimalist. Well, it kind of varies. It, be all it depends. Kinds of things. It depends yeah. what the culture is, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe we're going to do this one on it. Cause I'm going to say counterculture like five more times before the podcast is over. Um, <laughs> what I was trying to say is uh, we're going to talk about cancel culture today, which has really been a big thing uh, in our society and the news a lot going on with that. Um, if you haven't been offended by the focus target podcast yet, uh, that's awesome. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised, you but will be. <laughs> you you, will be. Uh, this might be the one that gets you. Uh, we're going to try to stay respectful. We're going to try and say, cool. Um, you know, we generally don't discuss politics on this podcast as we have some disparate views and uh uh you know so so maybe uh you know we'll, and we can still be friends school. america we're gonna, we're take, gonna, take a take right. a lesson from that that's true that's true uh we just hold each other in contempt behind each other's backs that's how it works yeah america okay. it, 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 it works it works <laughs> the, se- it the secret works. america is not to talk about your differences see <laughs> <laughs> which of course just take them shove them way down <laughs> and go on with your life it's no big deal <laughs> Also, always lift with your back. Um, okay, so, but before we get to the serious stuff, we're going to do a little bit of levity here, and we're going to do our question of the day. Today's question of the day, you know, last week we talked about The Matrix and Dark City, and so um, our question of the day today is, what is your favorite quote, either from The Matrix or from Dark City, if, if you prefer? Uh, I'm going to start with myself. Um, I have always loved the quote i've been quoting it since high school since the first time i saw the movie um just i don't know why it's something that always stuck with me i thought it was i thought it was cool in the moment i thought it was a little bit profound and it's when uh when neo is is going to visit the oracle and he's waiting in the waiting room and uh are you gonna take this one this is what i want to go first i didn't want this getting nabbed for me because i've had this one can we dual talk about it then because you're kind of taking mine also i'll go i'll go i'll go to you next um (laughs) But of course, the quote goes like this: uh, he, he walks up and talks to the acolyte, who's who's bending spoons with his or her mind. I'm, I'm not actually sure whether that's a, a male or a female. I guess it doesn't really matter. It's mind, uh, and it says, "Do not try to bend the spoon; that's impossible. Only try to realize the truth." He says, "What truth? There is no spoon." Okay, so there's a lot of there's a lot of words. What does it mean? A lot of words. Well, I mean, I think what I liked about it when I when I was when I was younger was it was maybe one of the first times I really stopped to think about the nature of reality. You know, like obviously in the Matrix there is no spoon, right? Because they're in a computer program. But like, how do we know that 
a spoon like are the spoons in our house are they real how, like how do we know what is and what isn't and um i think obviously in terms of the movie it's talking it's trying to get neo to free his mind a little bit right to recognize that he can do things in the matrix that he would have always considered to be impossible um and maybe that's true for us as well right that perhaps there's thing there's ideas that we have maybe it's not bending spoons but subconscious thoughts that we say like i could never do this or i'm not capable of this that maybe you are if you if you recognize that that it's it's about what's up here not as much what's out there but yeah uh, sorry sorry to jack your your, your stuff uh, you didn't man, but so i'm happy oh, i didn't good no. oh so you're going a different way okay yes. let's hear it all right okay. let's go to you anyway so mine also at the oracle so i mean very very just just enlightening with just a packed area yeah it is just so much to unpack there but mine is more when he's inside the kitchen talking to the oracle and she says and don't worry about the vase neo then turns around knocks over the vase with his elbow i think or hip or whatever and uh he says oh i'm sorry and she says well i said not to worry about it i'll get one of my kids to fix it one of the ones that you were just talking that one of the aforementioned uh kids and neil's like how did you know and this is my favorite part when she responds with what's really going to bake your noodle later on would you still have broken it if i hadn't said anything and Mm -hmm. i'm like wow there's just so many layers of dimension to that 10 second snippet um snippet there so i i found that to be one of the most impactful lines and scenes from the matrix so what does it mean man doesn't mean anything it's just really cool (laughs) (laughs) predestination versus free will absolutely predestination versus free will yeah butterfly effect yeah it's a lot a lot of of stuff in there that's that that whole part i think is very good a lot of good quotes in there uh what about you shy are you sticking with the oracle or are you going elsewhere no, you i'm going and i'm going to fluff you know you guys went deep and and i'm going <laughs> i'm going one that you can quote like like you can just drop like not just a favorite quote but something you there can say like welcome to earth no like, like guns, i ain't no bad lady lots of guns like i, mean, oh, I love i love I like that it. and uh and i was that was good up, i was looking up earlier and i didn't realize this like i said I didn't catch this but he drops that in john wick three apparently at one point he says oh, really? guns lots of guns and like nice. it's, a, it's a throwback to matrix but uh just a great quote a great scene you know what i mean like an iconic scene of him standing in that training program and then just throws yep. a gun just appearing and uh, yeah I, simple but but effective fair enough yeah what, i mean there were and what does it mean choices it means what he does... needs lots of guns <laughs> are you sure he's not really crying out for some emotional support that he's not right. getting could the guns right. be communication of feelings perhaps now do you think a support group maybe do you you think when the guns appeared he was thinking if i hadn't asked for them would they still have appeared like (laughs) that's really gonna bake your noodle oh boy boy don't should we just talk about the matrix for this podcast instead of getting all serious with cancel culture should do a star wars podcast Uh, too uh, no i don't feel like we really be able to fill time on that do we really talk for an hour on Star Wars? Doesn't seem likely. All right. Well, if you've got a favorite Matrix quote or a favorite Dark City quote, since none of us went that direction, um, you know, let us know. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a text uh, or, a, or a tweet. We'll uh, we'll get it at the end of the uh, next time. You know, uh, we got some feedback that that you know we do answer questions on the podcast, and, and it was appreciated from Deanna last. Uh, wow, calling last out week. my name too. Yeah. Yeah, well, making famous. We, we try to, famous. That's right. We were trying to trying to let you know that there's reasons to message the podcast. You know, um, we do our part. Okay, so let's let's get into it a little bit here. So, you know, to set the stage, you know, we've gotten to a point 
in our society where, um, you know, we've come a long way from the olden days where we, we are trying to be, as, as, as a people, I think more respectful of other people's differences, right? That's kind of where this is all rooted is that we have acknowledged that there are people who have, who are either currently struggling or who have struggled in the past and have a lot of perhaps emotional baggage from that. And that, um, you know, that to be insensitive of that uh, can, can cause, you know, a lot of, a lot of pain, either emotional or, or in some cases, even physical pain for people. And, because of this, we've become a lot of, of very sensitive, especially of people in the spotlight, people in, you know, in Hollywood and politics, people who are on TV and on, on media, um, of being being very um, judgmental of what they say. And so when people say things that that are that are either insensitive or or straight up offensive, um, it's led to um, a lot of people losing their jobs because of it, right? It's be, uh, there's what we've seen now is a pattern of somebody says something that they, that they should, probably shouldn't have. Um, it evokes a public outcry of people who say this person needs to go away because of what they said. And then their employers responding to that backlash in many cases and either suspending or terminating employment for, for, for people based on what they said. And so there's, there's a lot of things to get in here for that. Um, we that's that's kind of the that's the the I think where the harder conversation is. I mean, obviously, there's an additional layer of counterculture, not counterculture. See, I, that's twice. We'll see if I get up to five of cancel culture around actual crimes committed. Right, uh, people who have who have sexual assault allegations or, or who are caught breaking the law or, or with like criminal wrongdoing that are then canceled for that reason. I mean, maybe let's just do, do a high level. Do we need to get into that? Do, do we feel that like some, like, you know, let's, let's talk about um, uh, who's that famous uh, Harvey Weinstein, mm. right. Was kind of one of the first real big examples of that. Somebody who had pretty clear wrongdoing, um in 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 his, and was like just called out by a, a like a ridiculous number of of testimonials like is that something that you feel like is 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 fair if somebody let's just i think bill cosby i was gonna say bill cosby bill cosby sure no that's that's probably even a better example right like he went to he went to, to jail for that right so like i mean obviously if you're in jail you're canceled but like Boy, we have a lot to get to because I, I don't even know where. Like, we should just yeah. start somewhere because I guess we should so start. much to talk. Let's about. start. Let's start with that. We we brought up Bill Cosby. He's, we he's just, a good place. So, okay. start. Do you want to go a different way? I'm open to. No, let's want start. To. Let's start with that. Let's let's see where it leads us. We need a starting so, point, gentlemen. So here's. Let's start with just again. We don't have to get super specific, but let's talk about someone like like Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein. I don't think we disagree that they need to go away when they're perpetrators of mm-hmm. fairly serious crimes. But what about their works right we throw michael jackson into this mm, right yeah. like you know should allegedly con- right because alleg- he hasn't been he hasn't been allegedly, charged yeah with that's anything. fair yeah. that's fair yeah that's that's a good point and so this is where we gotta be careful on this one because well, let's try to keep each other honest yeah. that's what i appreciate that <laughs> um but regardless you know there's rumors about him and 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 um that affects the way people view his music, right? Uh, the same thing with Cosby. Like, so let's take Cosby again. I think that's an easy example. 
do you think the Cosby show is fair to be shown? Can you watch the Cosby show today knowing what you know about Bill Cosby? Is it, should people have the right to watch the Cosby show? Let's start, you know, like, or is that like, should a, should a TV station be able to broadcast that? Or is it immoral to broadcast a show because of what Bill Cosby did unrelated to that show? That's where we get in some really tough questions, I think. Uh, so do you guys, are you each in the starter? Otherwise, I think Shy looks it. like he's just really chomping at the bit here. Let's get to Shy. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about this, so I could take the whole I'll just take the I whole think we all do. No. Um, all right. I think, uh, <laughs> all right, I let's know. sit back. Smiley. So, I don't know. I have some problems with that. With that example, I think I have some specific problems. Like, I think that there's there's a potential issue where someone watching the Bill Cosby show, when, with seeing him and being tri- you know, triggered or whatever by what he's done, I could get why they couldn't watch it, right? Like, by seeing him or whatever. But I don't. I, and to be perfectly honest, I didn't grow up watching The Cosby Show. I don't know a lot about The Cosby Show. But as far as I know, the content of the show is fairly family-friendly. It was just like a sitcom, right? Absolutely. So I don't know that, like, the show itself should be banned because Bill Co- it was found out Bill Cosby was a criminal. Um, as far as Bill Cosby goes, was him going to jail justified? I don't think we're arguing that, right? I no. think that... I think that I we're, think we're all on board with that one. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to kind of tease maybe where this conversation could go, but I want you. I yeah. don't want to, like, take away from you guys when I'll talk no. about Bill Cosby, but I feel like... Yeah. I think where we are right now, the struggle that I have with cancel culture is, right, we have a justice system when crimes are committed to, like, deal with the crimes. What we have, though, is we have almost, like, this vigilante, like, what feels like a vigilante, like, mob mentality or just, like, cultural phenomenon right now where, like, when there's a perceived injustice or when there's a disagreement, and maybe fairly so, maybe an actual racist comment, maybe an actual sexist comment or whatever is made, it's not like the courts are in play and they're going to be tried. It's like the culture itself is saying you are shunned and there's no like there's no chance for redemption there's no chance for you know whatever you're just out of here and like and and it feels very um it feels very trigger happy in some cases right it feels like knee jerk um so those are my that's kind of my thoughts yeah well that it absolutely is i mean that's kind of the whole point right like i mean to get triggered to get offended by something is to have an emotional response. That's what it means, right? Like it, it literally is people are having an emotional response and able to turn that into an action in the world, right? Like, like again, we're, we go kind of far afield here, but it really comes down to a, a, a what are the rights of an offended person? What are the rights are a trig- of a triggered person? Like what, where does the onus lie? Is it does the onus lie on society to prevent anyone from ever being offended or triggered, or does the onus lie on the individual to manage their emotions and their, their feelings? And again, we've got a very wide range here of things that we're talking about from, you know, insensitive comments all the way up to drugging and raping people. Like there's obviously a lot of area where it's like, and and the problem I think, right. Is like, where is the line? Where, where do you say up to this point, is one thing and past it is another. And of course that's different for everybody. Like everybody feels like has a different idea in their head of what's right. You know, (laughs) what's too far. What's a bridge too far. Uh, What are your thoughts on van before we go, before I take us down a different rabbit hole? No, I think, I think staying with that rabbit hole and some comments that shy made, like, yes, we are um, kind of, kind of the mob mentality, judging them ahead of time, which will lead to their either job demise or something like that. But then if, again, if you rely on the courts, like, in my opinion, that might be waiting too long also, because you can say things that are not illegal, right? You can praise Nazis or some, some horrendous people like Hitler, and that's not illegal. 
But right. that same person, I probably don't want hosting my kids, you know, television show. So I'd actually be on board <laughs> with, hey, maybe you want to replace this person, you know, but I, I don't know. So, so like, technically, they're not breaking a law, but at the same time, it's probably pretty clear that you don't want that person in a specific role or something, right? Or, or somebody who praises some terrible person and is in charge of some human rights company. Like that seems like a pretty clear dichotomy. You don't want those two, two together. Um, but then I, I think you're right. There's a lot of nuances and gray area in there. Um, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot to this. It's a lot. It's, it's hard to unpack. And I mean, we may need to to narrow it down for a little bit and and try to come back with like a follow-up show or, or you know we'll just see we're, we're just gonna let it grow organically and see where we okay. go with well it. let me take it away then if i can yeah please have, be my kinda, guest kind of steer us in a direction or, or at least just pose a question yeah. so going back to the bill cosby um question that you talked about or, or scenario that you talked about sure everybody agrees that 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 he deserved to go to jail now post jail where do people see him he serves his time can he come out i don't know what his sentence was so it might not even be physically possible but let's yeah. just get into hypothetical range here especially with his age i don't know that he was ever yeah so but say but, he yeah. was younger say sure. he was younger right and he gets right. out at he gets or out he gets at, out on good 60 behavior. or 70 or good behavior or whatnot do is he still canceled or does society accept him back because from what i understand society as a whole loves the idea of hiring previous felons or offenders to rehabilitate them back into society so at the same time, you can't continue to have that mindset while canceling him at the same time. Which one is it? Are you going to take the offender and give him or her an opportunity to grow now that they have been rehabilitated or served their time? Or are you going to continue to punish them and cancel them regardless of time served? Uh, you want to say something, Shai? Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to, I just, I don't know. I think that you touched on something that's interesting. I don't know if we're seeing a cultural shift in that kind of idea that you're talking about of the love of rehabilitation, the love of that, like. I don't know. Like, I think that you see some really great works of fiction throughout human history, like Les Miserables and like some of these books that deal with like criminals or felons, like kind of growing, developing, re being redeemed. But like our culture feels so far afield from that now, right? Like as soon as you mess up, like, I think you don't see any, I, I would use the word grace. Like there's no grace at all. As soon as someone says something wrong, as, some, as soon as someone write, writes something that's, that's, yeah, I don't know, inappropriate, like that's it. So I, I don't know. I don't know that I think we're past that idea. <clears throat> yeah i think that there's definitely some lip service paid to prison being rehabilitation as a goal i don't know that in practice that's actually that much that's is a actually podcast done. on its own that's yeah a... <laughs> it is that's a that's a deep thing and but yeah i i don't know and I, and I don't i mean i think even if you wanted to think that like i i think when you like there's some things that are that are like I can't like, I mean, th I think about like the Ray Rice situation in the NFL, right? Like he had that video of him abusing his girlfriend. And even though he went through the legal system and was cleared and was eligible to come back, there was, and it was still presumably a, a, at least a decent running back. Like, I mean, he, his last season in the NFL wasn't great, but it was, it was better than a lot of guys out there. <clears throat> Nobody would take a chance on him. He didn't ever get another job. And I, I can't imagine that you would ever see Bill Cosby, like hosting something or anything like it just, I can't so imagine a, a, a show taking that kind of chance. Even if here's what's but, crazy about that is that if Ray Rice hadn't been a football player before committed his crime, came out of prison, went through the combine and scored well, he would probably have a job now. Probably would. But yeah. because you knew him before, and like, oh, there's, it just gets really 
weird. Well, and that's something I guess I do want to get into. So, you know, we do have. Can I think, can I mention an example? Yeah, I think that please. goes against what yeah. we're saying. Because one example I was going to talk, I think we're talking about some recent examples. One example is James Gunn, who was the director of Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I believe. Yes. And then it came out that he made some um, maybe sexually inappropriate jokes at one point, pop, I think kind of like fraternity humor, like some of that stuff, and was canceled. And recently he was, he's been rehired to, to make some movies again. I think he's making like DC Suicide Squad, like reboot basically. And so like he has found work again. And so like there are some examples of people who have been canceled, maybe not at the level of bill cosby you know what i mean like there might right. be well that's what know, it like... is right i mean you had to a lot i think to to your point earlier like right now it's a lot of kind of almost sensationalism right like you say somebody says something in a lot of these cases like again now getting away from some of like the real criminal things but it's more like the insensitive the inappropriate the you like know, kevin hart made a homophobic joke like 10 years ago on his right. twitter and, something and like that. could have certainly evolved in 10 years but has didn't have it deleted somebody found it and it was his demise at the golden globes right and so for for people like that i think there's definitely much more of an like it's almost like you kind of need to let the stove cool because in today's world like the next news story is always coming and so i think a lot of these people do get canceled for a while and then if they're if they're if they weren't horrendous a lot of times they do get additional chances once kind of the spotlights off them and people kind of forget about it. And like the rage is is cool. Is cancel culture maybe like a misnomer? Is it like suspension culture? Would that be more aptly named? In some cases. Well, maybe you have kind of different, different levels. You know, there's definitely some people who've been canceled who have not been able to come back at all. Right. And like, and and so that Kevin Hart one, he, he, or I don't remember if he apologized or not. I think he did apologize once. Um, I, I won't talk about it because I don't, I don't remember what happened. But anyway, I mean, he just did a Netflix special. So clearly he's not canceled by society or filmmakers or anything like that. So, But he was canceled from the Golden Globes for that one. Or he, I think he backed out. I think they wanted him to write in a formal apology. And he said, mm-hmm. no, I gave my verbal apology. I'm just going to back out of this or something like that. I, I can't remember what it was. Sorry, Smile, I, I interjected no, in go. front of your statement. No, you were, no, no. you were in the middle of saying something and I brought that up, so. No, 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 it's all good. Um, uh, so let me pose a question to you guys then before we get too deep, just kind of so we know where we stand. Do you believe uh, that it's right for these com- companies, like uh, not right or wrong so much, but like, do you believe that these companies have a right to cancel these people who are, who are being called out? Let's- so, do they have a right to? Yes. As a private entity, they certainly do. And it's not protected under free speech because nobody's trying to prosecute him criminally or anything like that. And that's where a lot of people get confused when they're that's like, hey, it up. Yeah. okay, gotcha. Then, yeah. So that, that's my opinion. No, they certainly have a right to. Um, but the, uh, there's another question there, right? Is, is, I guess it's should they? Like, or do they have the moral, uh, do they have the moral right to as opposed right. to the, the legal right? Right. Shad, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's a, it's a hard question. I think we see interesting parallels in other areas of culture. We see, you know, areas of like religious freedom. We see areas of other where, you know, there's like fine lines where like can institutions decide who they hire if they don't agree with their lifestyle or the way they live. And like, if they, you know, is that suable and it like, can the government step in? And so like, 
I think with cancel culture, it, I mean, the question really comes down to is who's deciding what they said is right or wrong. And maybe there's situations where like someone's like Van said is praising Hitler. And like, it's like universally, you should be able to look at that and say, yeah, Hitler was a really bad dude. Like you, no one should be praising him, but you might get down to more like more subtle questions of like, you know, maybe half the country thinks what they said is right. And half the country thinks they, what they said is wrong. And like, you know, at that point, I guess, I don't know. I mean, are they censoring? Is, is it an issue of free speech at that time? Does the, you know, can companies just, just fire people based on that? I think the question it brings up is it's a, it's a difficult one. It's not one that you really think about too much, which is, you know, what, what is a protected thing under, under some of these rights? You know, like when we say, you know, we don't, I don't think anybody here would think that it would be okay to say, for a company to not hire somebody on the grounds that they were gay, right? But like, if you if you have, what am I trying to say? Like, can you not hire somebody because they're anti-gay? Like, like, do these people feel that they are in deserving of some of the same protections? Like, I think there's definitely an idea, especially in America, the the First Amendment and the freedom of speech is something that's ingrained into us for a long time. And as you said, Van, like it doesn't really apply here, but people still have the idea. And like, I think we all kind of have the idea that like, um, you know, you're entitled to your opinion, even if it's unpopular. And so again, where's that line between an unpopular opinion and a, like you're not hireable because, or you're fireable because your opinion is egregious and who decides that? And like, in some cases, obviously it's, it's very, um, <laughs> It's very clear in other cases, maybe not so clear. In some cases we think it's very clear and then we find out maybe maybe it's not so clear after all based on how many people um, you know, endorse things. So when you're talking about things like that where like public opinion can shift over time, right? I mean, I, I, if you look 40 years ago, like being gay was thought to be very evil. It was almost criminal. Like, like the, the way people have shifted is so different now that like, if you're using what, what, what's the, you know, what's the consensus, like that's a, that's a dangerous measuring bar to you. Cause that mm-hmm. changes from, yeah. you know, generation to generation, even from day to day, like something might happen tomorrow that makes people flip on a certain issue that yeah. thought they were okay with. And now they're not. Or certain words, right. Or phrases or yeah. things like that. Certain ways to refer to individuals were once acceptable. And all of a sudden right. the next week they're not. And you catch yourself in hot water because right. you, you didn't read the memo or whatever. It's, right. yeah, it's, it's tricky. And I think, I think that's where, we get into some of the ones that seem the harshest in cancel culture, right? Where we hold people to today's standard for things that they did, you know, way further back, you know, guys who, you know, went to a party 20 years ago that was inappropriately themed and are held by today's measuring stick. You know, uh, we forget that we, that we all thought different in the past, that there were different, um, different standards and like it doesn't mean it was right in the past but should people be prosecuted for doing what something that they didn't realize was really that wrong or you know was that offensive you know that this actually brings up one of my biggest um concerns with cancel culture is that it we no longer allow people to grow we no longer give them the opportunity to apologize and before it used to it used to be, you know, hey, do you realize what you did was was wrong or again, 
I'm going to use the terms wrong loosely because for some people it might not be wrong for, for some it right. will, but, but majority of people agree that this is wrong or whatnot. But, and, and in the past people used to be able to apologize for that and say, Hey, I'm evolved. I've grown, you know, that was stupid of me. I'm not the same person or whatever it be. And, and been taken sincerely as opposed to thinking that they're just saying it so that they won't be canceled. And I feel like people aren't, giving others the opportunity to apologize anymore you're just automatically if you did something you're a fucking bad person for life you're not somebody who can make up for that and apologize or whatever like there's no we're not teaching anybody forgiveness anymore we're just teaching them this person's bad forever this person hasn't done anything that's been deemed bad forever so they're good and that's that's just that's a good point and that's that's one of my biggest problems is taking out the ability for humans who will make mistakes to apologize I think there's another aspect to this, to, to that specifically, which is it's it's a new problem in a way because we didn't have like living in the age of the internet, like everything we've done since like 2000 is somewhere out there for people to find, right? Like in, in 1980, right? We didn't have a way to find out what these movie stars and politicians yeah. did, said, like there wasn't an, a place where they posted that in 94. They said it in a room behind closed doors. And even if somebody heard it, like it's hearsay at this point. Now we have documented evidence of everything you've ever written and said on camera, on, on social media. And so you've given people a, a very difficult standard to live up to, to use it to your point. Like I think most people probably do things that they regret that are dumb. I mean, listen, I'll, I'll be the first person to say, like, I used homophobic slurs throughout high school and college. Like, we all did. Like, every, everything was gay this and, and, and gay that. And, like, it was, just, it was just kind of the way we talked. And, like, it doesn't make it right. But, like, if you go find a video of me from high school, you're going to be like, whoa, this dude's a total homophobe. Like, what's his deal? Why? I never knew he was like that. What a monster. Get him off focus target. And, like... Like, I don't feel that way. Like, I don't, I don't, I would never want to like have the things I said hurt people. And I understand that like, if you, if you heard that you'd, you maybe would be shocked and be like, wow, that that's pretty fucked up. And it was, but like, we forget that there's a different lens that we're looking through on things, you know, like, you know, like another example is probably like calling people retarded, right? Like there's words that we use that have like, to your point, Van, have really become a lot more maybe hurtful or, or, or uh, you know, triggering to people that like, we didn't necessarily mean it back then. Like when, when we said things like, you know, that guy's being retarded or that guy's so gay, like we were not, we're not actually calling out, you know, the mentally handicapped or the homosexual, like we're, you know, we're being kids. And so we had to kind of keep that in mind to a certain extent that, that, and I think that's, what's been lost a little bit is that we we're very quick to judge people. And to your point, not, not only are we not quick to understand, we're not quick to like, think about like, you know, what, you know, there's, there's a very famous saying from the Bible that says, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, right? Like we we're quick to cancel people, but like how many of us could say we wouldn't be canceled if somebody went through our whole history and evaluated everything we said and everything we did and every stupid mistake we made. And like, to your point, like we do, hopefully, right. We have grown as people and we we've learned to try to be more respectful and more uh, socially aware, but you know, I, I really, that's my biggest problem with cancel culture. I think is when you go back and, and you pull p- things out of people's graveyards and try to hold them accountable to something that happened in, you know, 20 years ago. That's, that's a rough, that's a rough look, I think. Sorry, I'm going on a little bit. No, it's awesome. This is great. There's, there's, 
Yeah. And just backing up your, you know, your stones quote, there's also another one that says, show me the man and I'll, I'll, I'll show you the crime. And we all, like, we all have that. It's true. Like we're not perfect. Like nobody's perfect. Jesus ain't around. What do you got, Shy? I like, I mean, I like the way the put the van put it about growing. And I think that in your comment about like high school, and I think that even if at certain stages of our life, we were maybe unfamiliar with a certain lifestyle or a certain viewpoint, like there are times when like, you know, you maybe looked at some, at a, at a person, you know, a different color or a different sexuality or whatever, like maybe with a, with a bias, you know what I mean? And we all have our own biases. And that's, I think what bug, like what you're getting at, like no one's perfect. We all have our biases that we live with and we hopefully are working through um, seeing past, but I love how Van put it, like growing. And I think when you, you know, you may, it's all about like engaging with those other viewpoints and, and, and meeting those people and changing your opinions and growing. Right. I mean, it's almost like culture nowadays doesn't think that's possible. Like, I think what we keep harping on is that, you know, at one point you didn't like black people. You can never like black people. You know I mean? You're a racist for life because maybe you were, maybe you've made racist comments when you were 10 and maybe those, maybe those comments weren't even just anonymous slurs maybe you maybe you meant them at that age maybe you had reasons to like you had had bad experiences with black people you know i mean like yeah yeah, maybe you grew up in a culture like that but like i don't know like we as people we do grow and we do change hopefully for the better i think that i think the one thing i want to add to and i think that one thing you mentioned like the internet and its effect as far as like knowing what people said i think we've talked about this before as far as like um anonymity but i think that the facelessness of the internet has really helped us with this i think that like when you i think if you go back in the day when communities were much more local when you had more like small town communities neighborhood communities like let's say like you found out fred a block down was a drunk you know like you probably wouldn't get on twitter you, there wasn't twitter you know I mean, you wouldn't get on and be like well this he's a, you know cancel him like he's out of here you know tell his wife to kick him out whatever you know you i don't know i don't want to like make too wide assumptions but there's a good chance that like his family or friends who are nearby would like start doing interventions or like trying to help him like come out of that you know what i mean like i think there was that when you know people well and you know the kind of person they are outside of that comment that made or the thing that they made or that thing they did, like you, you, you try to like help them recover versus like, I think nowadays we're just like, it's all faceless. We, we don't know each other. It's all, um, it's all out there. It's more like an attack mode and less of like, uh, like an assist mode. I'm really glad you said that because, uh, I think it's, it's a great point. And I think it brings us to like, really the heart of so many of the problems that we have in the world today is that whether it's by our nature as humans or for whatever reason, like in my, in my opinion, people care very much about the people they know. And for the most part, very little about people they don't. And I think you would find that most people, um, especially even people who are, who are calling for cancellations in a lot of cases, would use a much different measuring stick if it was somebody they know personally. Uh, we see that in a lot of cases where people can be very interested in rehabilitation and forgiveness and growth of somebody in their life. If somebody, you know, if you know somebody who does wrong, you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. You want to say, well, this guy, you know, like, I know he didn't really mean that, or I know she could, you know, I, I can talk to her. I can make her understand that what, what she's doing is wrong versus, you know, when, like you say, when you're a faceless person on the internet, you can call for somebody's head and you don't care about them. Like their losing of their job is nothing to you. Um, and I, I feel like if, 
it we I think we're at a, a tough point in human history, which is and is why we we see so much of the divisiveness and and anger in the world today is because we've kind of outgrown ourselves. Like we've learned to support each other and people we know, and we've gotten good at, at being tightly knit and, and, and coming together as communities. But now we're in a place where we can talk to everybody, anybody in the world, across the world. We're encountering millions of people on a daily basis who we just don't know. And so we treat them callously in many cases, I think. And, and it's, it's, it's led to a lot of different problems. And I think this is just one of them. All right. Well, let's get into some uh, some some just examples. Maybe we just go through this. There's been a couple of really big newsworthy examples. Obviously, that's one of the reasons we did this podcast was because of a Mandalorian related one. And so let's just kind of go through just uh, we're going to go very high level some of the details and maybe just kind of go around like what we think, what we would like to see happen. Do we agree? Do we disagree? Kind of where, where are we at here? Um, I want to start with um, Chris Harrison. Uh, because I think this is a very interesting situation. So Chris Harrison is kind of the like the host. He's the host, right? Man, I'll watch the yes, Bachelor. He's the host. One. He's the host he's, of the Bachelorette. The host of the Bachelor and the Bachelorette, right? He does Correct, both. both yeah. Um, and also Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, it's a spinoff. Can't forget that one. Um, <laughs> Coming to TV, Mark. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we are not sponsored by the Bachelor in any way, shape, or form, or by ABC. Um, anyway, so so we there was a situation on the current season of The Bachelor where one of the one of the prominent um what are they called bachelorettes when they're courting the bachelor what's the word for the right yeah bachelor and bachelorettes still bachelorettes but it wasn't the bachelorette contestants contestant one of the contestants on the bachelor perfect there you go that's better one of the contestants on the bachelor um kind of got into some hot water for something similar here um she was caught uh on i don't know there was video or something from 2018 which isn't that long ago um attending kind of an old antebellum party in the south which kind of celebrates like the confederacy and and some things and it's, it's one of those things that's really kind of been poo-pooed especially lately but and, and to the point where uh, i was told that uh, that like you're not even like colleges are not even allowed to do that anymore like sororities and fraternities are not allowed to have those sorts of pop of parties um because it's it's very you know insensitive to people who were you know enslaved at that time by those by those people in the south i mean it it definitely can ruffle some feathers so um so anyway one of the contestants was kind of getting uh people were kind of rising up and wanting in a way to cancel her because of because of doing that and the host chris harrison uh kind of went into an interview and defended the contestant basically saying like hey like let's get off her like he said he didn't agree with what she did but he he said you know she was younger you know it's kind of a different time we're very very sensitive about things like that right now in 2021 it was maybe a little bit different back then um you know like let's let's cut her some slack he basically kind of he as far as i know and again please correct me if i say anything wrong he didn't actually commit any actions that were deemed um objectionable no, he, he just went to her defended defense. he yeah. defended somebody whose actions were being deemed um uh objectionable and it didn't even defend the actions defended the no, person defended the person that's right he, he i right. think he was pretty clear saying that he didn't agree with what she did um and, and, he, and one more ahead. point sorry I, yeah I please it's no, just important for, it for it's important to, to put this into context yeah so yeah you're saying 18 to 21 and you're saying yeah this was a while ago like you gotta understand these contestants are young 
That's right. right. I don't know what her age is, but 18 to 21, that literally could have been her age. My understanding is it was a sorority party. So we assume right. so she then, was okay, so she's age. 20 or 19, right? right? Yep. And she's 23 now. And right. when you're right. talking there about you there's your, growing there's from math. 50 to 53, like, sure, there's growth there. But 20 to 23, there's there's tremendous growth in those years. So I think the reason I wanted to bring this one up, uh, we can argue whether or not the you know, what she did was right or wrong or, or, or is cancel worthy, but we're kind of at a secondary level here where now we're canceling somebody for saying somebody shouldn't be canceled uh, because, because Chris Harrison, uh, Chris Harrison was put on a, a, a leave, right? Uh, he was basically canceled for what I think like the last episode of the show, like it's basically a one episode thing. And, and we don't know whether that'll extend into future seasons, but um I just wanted to get your guys' thought about that. Like, if you, you know, I mean, again, it's, it's, there's always that line of where you are on it, but like, do you have a right to defend somebody from being canceled? Like, are you guilty by association there? What, where, where do you come down that shy? You haven't said anything yet on this one. What's, what are your thoughts here? Uh, bachelor what what it, no um <laughs> apparently not dating and not being married excludes you from shows like this um i think uh <laughs> van you did not seem very disappointed when you were giving out all that information earlier you seemed quite <laughs> eager Dude, um, i used to host i was the the league manager of a bachelor um, fantasy league, fantasy league. Oh, yeah, dear God. So. um all right I, so i think I think where I would come down is I think there's I have two I have two hot takes. One is as soon as you start attacking people for not attacking the people you're attacking, that's a really dangerous place to go Slippery in my opinion. Um, at the same time, a little bit of pushback on that. I think it comes back to almost our conversation at the beginning of like what is the spectrum of like what the person did, kind of right. Like yeah. let's say Bill Cosby you know accused of what it was child molestation right was that what bill was cosby was, no, it was like rape no, date rape but like women but actual testimonies obviously he was convicted he was yep. he went to jail like let's say like evidence. let's say like some tv celebrity came out like after the day after he goes to jail and says hey guys bill cosby like Being a little that was, too a hard different, on bill. was a different day back then you know that kind of thing was okay like you know whatever <laughs> like it wasn't his frown dot like would would we all be like well you know, you're not out there doing it. So you're okay. Like, no, I mean, I think you will be like, are you approving of, you know what I mean? Like, and I mean, I don't know, maybe it's not the same, like, uh, I don't, no, you know, no, it is at a theoretical level. It is the same, yeah, right? Yeah. Like that's a great, great point. And so you but get into really speak. complex conversations, which we're not going to get into, because I don't know if right. we want to get into a conversation about what is the Confederacy inherently evil and, and stuff like that. But like, but you can really get down to her motivations of was she going to an antebellum party to celebrate racism? Or was there some other element of this, you know, her Southern heritage or culture that she was celebrating and maybe not realizing she was supporting racism or, you know, what I mean, like, I think it's just such a deep conversation that like it a is. Twitter post isn't going to solve it. Like, and a million Twitter posts aren't going to solve it from a million different people. <clears throat> That's my yeah. We, we, it's especially today we've got a very it's it's hard to tell, and it's hard to determine. And uh, and for a lot of people, there is no difference from being racist or racially insensitive or homophobic mm. or insensitive to people of the LGBTQ community. Like, like there's there's a there's a overlap there, mm. obviously, and that's where the problem is. Is it's and again, you're talking about people that you don't know like like we don't know this girl 
like other than what we've seen on a show or what, what Vance seen on a show. Maybe I haven't seen any of this season of The Bachelor, uh, thankfully. Uh, um, I saw you guys some don't of the know Bachelor, what you're missing out on. Yeah, oh, I think I do. But, um, <laughs> you know, the the point is like we like it goes back to what we we're talking about before. Right. Like if we, the people who know her could probably tell you like, yeah, you know what? She's kind of she kind of has done some objectionable things versus, you know, you're kind of extrapolating from a couple instances, you know, incomplete information. And so again, I, I don't really want to talk about what she did, but like the idea that it, it, it's a mess, it's a messy situation. And I think what, what I wish would be that we could just slow it down a little bit um, to, to one of the things Vance said earlier, you know, we don't have, we're not gonna have a criminal investigation of this. Right. But you know, do we have to have these knee-jerk reactions where we immediately say, "All right, this need, this person needs to get out of here"? I feel like there, I feel like maybe there's a place in the middle where we can kind of find our way a little bit better. Um, any other thoughts on Chris Harrison before we move to the? Yeah, I just have one. Event? Yeah, quick, One quick insight and in that derived from this conversation is that it, it almost seems like, from that instance, that in the event you defend somebody against cancel culture you are immediately charged with the same offense. So just know what you're getting into if you're going to speak out against somebody being canceled, that that you personally will be charged with that same offense, as if you are condoning it, no amount of reasoning or logic or explanation in the world is going to, going to get past that. Scary. I think, too, that like one of the things that's really lacking in a lot of these cases is context. Um, you know, like we can't ever know somebody's true motivations like Shai was getting at, but like, there's are some things that I think you can make reasonable assumptions at, about. Like when we look at this case here with Chris Harrison, like I haven't seen a whole lot of The Bachelor, but I, I from what I've seen, he seems like a fairly He's a fucking fellow. stand up guy. He seems like He's, a, a yeah, fairly care, good guy. Yes. He doesn't, like, I've never seen him. Like, I mean, I've seen the on those shows, there's a lot of people of different, races and, and colors and stuff and i've never seen him treat anybody differently no it seems like a fairly obvious case where he's not defending racism in the south or the confederacy he's defending a, a contestant that he feels like is his job potentially to kind of go to bat for um and i think I think that's where too, like in a lot of these cases, like it's, it's always going to be a case by case basis, but a lot of times we're too quick to say he did X. So why without really thinking about like, what else is going on here? Like, can we take some other factors into account? Um, and I mean, I guess that's what I'm getting at when I say like, I wish we could kind of slow down a little bit and really, instead of just immediately having a knee jerk reaction and say, well, he messed up, get him out of here. Like, let's really take a look at the whole picture and say like, what was the intent? What what was he trying to do? What's he really saying? What did he really do, or she really do? And and you know, try to approach things a little bit more intelligently is is what I would like to see. Yeah, I, I mean, I have I have the fortunate uh, 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 instance of having the show notes in front of me, so I know where this is going. But I think this is perfect. Like I think this segues perfectly into our next conversation because I think the situation is the same there where it's those nuances of intent like what did the individual genuinely mean versus some words that were on a page that people took offense to and what was really trying to be conveyed and yeah right and, just and take I, it I, think, away. I think the theme of taking time really plays into this as well like slowing down all right well let's talk about uh gina carano who uh played the role of 
uh, Cara Dune. Uh, sorry, I always, I always am like, what's her name again? Uh, in the show, in the Mandalorian, um, uh, uh, definitely a fan favorite. Um, you know, she she was kind of a badass, you know, strong female character, which. Um, Star Wars is known for having a couple of those, but probably not enough. Like, it, it, like I think it's one of the criticisms. She's certainly one of the strongest. Yes, and no. criticisms of Star Wars has been that there aren't enough good female characters. Yeah, you kind of got like Princess Leia and Queen Amidala and Ray Finn. You know, finally Ray Finn. <laughs> Something I don't know about Finn. Chewbacca's uh, girlfriend. <laughs> he Hulk. Um, all right, but so you know she. Uh, she's got a little bit of a different situation. So she, uh, from from what I understand, and maybe there's there's even more to the story that I don't know, but uh, you know, she's kind of had a bit of a, a history with with making some some comments over time that uh, that have not been looked upon all that well. Um, you know, she she got in trouble a couple months ago for for what was perceived as a, a transphobic tweet where she was kind of poking fun at the the he him she her. Um, kind of note tags that people use um and in in that case she did not get canceled though people called for her to be um and she did kind of apologize she did kind of what what we had suggested right she she said that she didn't really understand what she was you know who she was offending with that she talked with her uh you know her co her uh co-actors uh notably um the the guy who plays mando uh whose name is escaping me at the moment pascal Pascal, yeah. Um, Pascal, is it Pedro you know, or Pablo? Pe- I forget his first Pablo. name. I think it is Pablo. Um, we'll, we'll laugh at that. Sorry, sorry, Mando. <laughs> we fucking talk about Star Wars for Jeez. nine episodes, and we can't remember the main guy's name. Bad. Well, I don't even remember that his name is Dan. I always just call him Mando. Um, it was Pedro. It was Pedro. Pedro. It was Pedro, right? Yeah. Pedro okay, Pascal. I was right. But Not she talked Pablo, with him. She said, you know, that he helped her understand. She apologized and, and everyone kind of moved on. And I think that's kind of what we were hoping to see. Uh, but then she kind of came back and, and got into some more trouble with uh, with some additional stuff. And um, I don't happen to have those in front of me. I, I know. Do you want do you want the actual yeah, tweet or I, what? I do, if you don't mind, just so we can <clears throat> yeah. make sure we so, know what we're So talking she about. retweeted somebody else's post so these aren't her words however she did retweet it onto her own personal profile and it says jews were beaten in the streets not by nazi soldiers but by their neighbors even by children because history is edited most people today don't realize that to get to the point where nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of jews the government first made their own neighbors hate them for simply being jews how is that indifferent from hating someone for their political views So that, that was it. That was it. And so I, I think she also had like a kind of an anti-mask uh, tweet similarly a couple months ago that, that she was kind of warned about, but again, didn't didn't actually come into anything. So she, she certainly had tweets that you could confidently put her in a box on the right, quote unquote, if you want. Right. To. Right. Uh, yeah, fair enough. And so so eventually, though, she did get canceled. Disney canceled her. Uh, I believe they canceled the show, too. Did they? Or, uh, I'm not sure if, if they canceled the show that the, she was going to be a part the spin-off? of. spin spinoff? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I thought I'd, I've seen differing things. I, I heard that it was and I heard that it wasn't. Um, but so so where do we come down on this? So this is a little bit different. This is now a person who has uh, been kind of warned on a couple occasions about – 
different things. And also, um, well, before I get into my thoughts on it, I'll, I'll turn it over to you guys. Um, what do you what do you think about this personally, Shy? Like, do you think it was warranted? Do you think she overstepped herself, or do you think it was again more of a knee jerk reaction that maybe it was made too big of a deal about? Yeah, I don't. Um, and I want to just add something as well, really quickly, because yeah. I was watching an interview with her the other day online where someone was interviewing yeah. her about like her cancellations and just getting some. I hadn't really ever heard her viewpoint or seen her talk about it. It was kind of insightful, um, and it was her viewpoint, so you could take it with a grain of salt, but. She talked a lot about, especially that first instance where, you know, she'd made some comments that were construed as being against the transgender community, um, how she, in her words, she genuinely did not intend that. Like maybe she was trying to maybe make light of, of a really hot topic or something, but she wasn't trying to like speak against a community or speak against a, a, a lifestyle and how, but how, how quick the reaction came and how like within, I don't know if it was hours or the same day or whatever, she was getting calls from Disney being like, you need to publicly apologize. Now you need to talk to our transgender, like ambassadors, get on a call. Like she said, like they, she was told to get on like a zoom call with like 40 people, like, like in, in the, with a minute, couple minutes warning and like explain herself and explain her motivation. So just like stuff where like, you wouldn't ask like the average person to do some of this stuff because it's just like, it's kind of out of, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's just kind of out of, out of nowhere. And like, you don't have time to really think or process things. And just, I think that really comes back to what you were saying about just like slowing down and processing, giving people a chance to explain and, and talk. I mean, I don't know that, that, that reminded me of that, but as far as these tweets, I don't know. I think, uh, I think what comes to mind when I saw the, especially the Nazi comparison, like maybe, it's really, it's really bad probably to throw around Nazi comparisons, um, a lot, you know, around just in general, because, uh, because I mean, that was a really bad situation and, and you, you probably don't want to be comparing things to, to the Nazis at the same time. I think that what she was trying to do, and she probably did a really bad job of doing it was just talking about that, like the same concept of like, we've all heard the story of like the frog in a pot of water on a stove who sits in the pot of water as the stove is slowly turned up until he's a boiled frog, right? Like he doesn't notice that he's being boiled alive. And I think that's what she was getting at was like culture and like viewpoints can shift very subtly, but end up in a very extreme like stance at some, some points. So just be careful about like what you're doing, what you're thinking. She's just, she's urging caution and, uh, and maybe just not in a great way. I, I don't know. I don't know that it was, cancel worthy but i think at the same time it brings up that idea of like nowadays who knows what is cancel worthy like you can post i mean what meme or gif or a comment could you post that some aspect of culture is going to find offensive be triggered and then call for you to be canceled yeah i i mean i'm i i closely align with exactly what you said i mean clearly her intent was not to offend jews or any specific um, individual or group of people or anything like that, she was speaking in generality, or this tweet is speaking in generalities. And, and the main point being, how is that different from hating someone for their political views, right? And she didn't say, how is that different from the left hating the right? Or how is that different from the right hating the left? She literally says, how is that different for anybody political views? So there's a neutral stance on this. Um, I think what fired people up were the terms Nazis, Jews, all those other things. So sure, um, maybe it was the tact wasn't there, but I don't think it's cancel worthy. I think when you dive into what she was really trying to mean by this, um, it's, it's, it, it's nothing nefarious. She's just trying to make a point that, hey, we're all going down this rabbit hole that in her opinion, she shouldn't. So again, this does lie on the spectrum where, yeah, it's not perfectly good, but it's definitely not cancel worthy. It's somewhere in between there. 
Well, that's good. That's good. I'm going to take a little bit of the opposite position here, so we, we won't just be uniformity this whole time. So we'll see how that goes for us. Um, I will start by saying I, I do agree. Like, I don't – when I first read the tweet, I understood why it made people angry. But I was like, again, looking at the context, really she's she's asking for people to be a little bit more moderate. She's saying don't make the same mistakes the Nazis made, right? Like, let's not turn ourselves into that. Like, the the spirit of what she was trying to say was – like not really to Van's point objectionable at all. And, and really was like, she did a very poor job of, of what she was trying to say, which was not really a bad thing. Um, additionally, I will say, I really loved her character. I loved her in the Mandalorian. I was loved very it. sad to see her canceled. And I, and I hope that she gets put back. Um, but I, I do have a little less sympathy for her here than for someone that like, like we talked about Chris Harrison in the previous segment. And here's why um, for one, you know, you work for Disney, like Disney started cancel culture. All right. Like Disney has always had a reputation for if you do anything to besmirch the Disney name, like they will drop you in a heartbeat. Like that's been true since the 1990s. Like, so like, I think you have to have a little bit of an awareness of who you work for, who, like, what do your bosses think? Like, is it safe to have an opinion? And certainly she has a right to have an opinion, but like, you have to understand, as we talked about before, like Disney has a right to protect their brand. And if they feel like what you're saying is reflecting poorly on them, they're going to take action. You know, they're going to take action to Shai's point about like, like when she made that other post, they were on her in less than a day. Like she has to know that they have like literally zero tolerance for anything that's even gray area. Right. And then secondarily, like, you're you're just playing with fire like if you've been warned once if you've already had to go through that with previous tweets like i just feel like she should know better and like i guess she was trying to say something good but it's like you just have to be very careful and then finally it's like if there's one place that like we all kind of know and agree like don't make comparisons to the holocaust like no good can come from that like this is known like this isn't nobody's, like nobody's, nobody's surprised like, opinion by this. has ever been changed by a holocaust no, like <laughs> like i just feel like like i i feel bad for her i'm sad that it happened but like i feel like she kind of she doesn't really have anyone to blame but herself on this one like the mob mentality like we know where we we know the world we live in today right like you have to have awareness if you're in a position of on tv and movies and politics like you have to understand the world we live in if you say something without thinking even if it's not meant bad like like to shy's point like you just don't know who's gonna like somebody's gonna come up and chances are you're gonna have to pay for it that's that's kind of where i come down with with poor gina so Okay, so I have a couple points that I want to make yeah. also. Yeah. So <clears throat> one of the things bothered me um, to the point where I just rage and I want to quit the podcast now. Um, but no, you, you said happen. you said she'd already been warned. So she should have, my word's not yours. She'd yeah. already been warned. So she should have like watched her mouth or watched what she said or whatever. I don't agree to that at all. Like if she's unfairly warned about previous things, sure, the trans transgender thing, absolutely. But the other things like, hey, I don't believe in the mask or whatever, all these stupid things if you want to go off and not believe in mass that's your own prerogative but like to give somebody a warning off of that like i, I don't know it just you, just because somebody warns her she should be walking on eggshells i don't think that's fair i think she's a human she should be able to say what she wants at any time um and then suffer the consequences in the event that something like this happens 
But right. secondarily, well, she did right. right I think sure. Smiley's disagreeing with that. I think yeah, she, yeah, okay. no, no. she should be I, upset I, about being canceled because she had been warned in advance. Right. That's the key. Right. Like, secondarily, I'm not, again, yeah. I'm just, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that she's not entitled to an opinion. And if she, okay. if it's, if it's worth it to her, if, if she believes strongly enough in what she's saying, that it's worth you know risking her employment, and she believes more in that than keeping her role on the Mandalorian, like. There's nothing wrong with that. Like that's that's a choice that she can make, and, and I support that. The other point I want to make is you said Disney has zero tolerance for this stuff. I want to say no, they don't. That's not true. And I want to say Disney is is just as guilty as copping out on this kind of shit as as anybody else. And here's my proof. I'm not just saying this. And we're certainly going to get canceled now because we're talking shit about Disney. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. this worked. I don't even know YouTube. if we're allowed to say Disney. Yeah. Actually, I don't think. I, you're, you're probably. I'm probably not allowed to read this quote from them either. <laughs> So anyway, here's the quote that shows on the beginning of Aladdin, on the beginning of Muppets movies, on the beginning of all these things at Disney Plus. And the quote is as follows. This program includes negative depictions and or mistreatments of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impacts, learn from it and spark conversation to create more inclusive future together. I think that's bullshit. They put that (laughs) disclaimer on there to appease people because they still think it's not offensive enough to actually remove from their own platform. But because they can hide behind a disclaimer, they can go ahead and show those videos. That's where I think like them having a zero tolerance is bullshit because they're showing these things that they're saying has offensive stuff in it. And yet their rationale for it is, oh, we want to spark conversation to be more inclusive together. I'm like, no way. Well, I feel like that's a whole podcast in and of itself. And I don't disagree with you on that. That like, there's definitely there's every company i think there's a difference between the lip service they pay to these sort of issues and their actual what they actually do i i was talking more to the point that like they have proven that they are not they they've been quick to release people they feel like are giving them a bad name uh in in terms of individuals that they don't like their track record has been clear over time and and that's what i meant it's just just that like when you work for you know you know if you work for a manager that you know is doesn't take kindly to you know isn't very liberal in letting people have an opinion you just have to factor that into what you say like it's not right that you shouldn't have be able to have an opinion but you when you work for someone like that you have to know that and understand that that maybe bad things are going to happen if you run your mouth and it's maybe it shouldn't be like that but you know you got face facts say lovey any last things on Gina? Because I have a quick yeah, thought experiment I, I want to go through. But okay, go ahead. I want to tear. No, this is gonna be quick. I, I really want to okay. tear this rift further apart and mention nice. that uh, I was never a Gina Carano fan in this in the Mandalorian. I did not like what? the character. Hey. You're welcome, America. Of course you don't. Of course you. You don't like any of the side characters, do you? You just want Baby Yoda all the time. You don't want the guy who says in Pascal's uh, helmet. Yeah, Baby Yoda. You don't. You don't want anybody saying I have spoken. You don't want. <laughs> strong women with giant guns you just want a little baby yoda and some jawas <laughs> that's all right shy i forgive you i don't well cancel. now you don't have, now you don't have to see her no more so i'm gonna cancel him from this podcast well let's talk about canceling the podcast so this is i, I have a little thought experiment i, I thought would be fun to do i want to get your guys's I want to get your guys' thoughts. So just for our, for our listeners out there vanish i are not aware of this question uh i didn't tell him about it i just i actually just thought of it about five minutes before the podcast started so i want you guys to put on your make-believe hats and try to put yourself in this position in the future and just i'm just really i'm just curious like how what would you do right what would you do so let's say the year is 2023 
focus target has blown up oprah listened to our podcast says it's the best podcast in the world now we may rake in six digit salaries a year each just running this podcast we're a, we're a phenomenon everybody's listening to focus podcast we're celebrities where we all have quit our jobs to focus on this podcast full-time we run it three times a week we have great a content everybody is all about us all right but controversy somebody went out to the old podcasts and found that smiley said some objectionable things about microsoft Oh, I cancel his ass in a heartbeat. Um, <laughs> Xbox is demanding, Microsoft has filed an injunction against us and is demanding that they cancel Smiley for what he said back in 2010 about how the Xbox sucked. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you know, we're in, we're in big trouble. And even though, listen, since we got big, I've reformed myself. I don't talk shit about Xbox. You own an Xbox. I'm, I own an Xbox. <laughs> I came around. You're wearing an EA I, hat, maybe. I got an EA hat. Like, I've you sold out. You sold your soul to the corporate sponsor. All right, I've grown as a person. I know it was wrong to talk shit about Xbox. But the, the episodes are still out there, guys. And people are mad. People are very mad. So... You know what's what? What do you do? How do, how do you handle? It? You're in charge of PR for Focus Target, Van. What's what's your first step? I'm not dealing with that bullshit. You're out. That's it. <laughs> Cancelled. Right, yeah, done. No. Um. I think <laughs> in reality, I think um. I guess one suggestion is to have a conversation like this openly on the podcast, since that's what we do, mm. and talk about what was then and what is now. And then let people make up their own mind if they want to cancel us financially by not listening, by not supporting our, our the people who support us, or if they want to continue to listen to us. But no, you want to go anywhere. Sorry, dude. You're not getting out that easily. Shy? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I guess that's only two years in the future. So maybe not like anything really major has happened, right? Except that this is now our livelihood in two years. So and like our money off this like, podcast. Yeah. Um, I just, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I feel like maybe you and Van would have more at stake in that, like at current situations, like you guys have families and mouths to feed well, versus like let, me, like, let's say you've got a family, Sean. let's say tomorrow you meet the girl of your dreams and you've already got you a, have a baby together. and yeah, all yeah. right. Um, there, there we go. Um, I think, uh, it I, I agree with Van, I guess ultimately I agree with Van. I don't, I don't see, I don't think Van and I would like turn on you i mean first of all we've all talked about microsoft so it's not like we could turn on you but like if we were like trying to pretend like we hadn't and we were like pointing at you as if you were you know, i mean i don't know i think we would just i think we would do what van said we would have an episode talking about the about the content and we would say you know that's where we stand you know feel free to uh you know keep listening to us or not we're not i don't think we have a history of like changing our opinions drastically i'd like to have a counter i know like you haven't spoken into this yet but i'd like to have a counter example like or at least Posit sure. a counterexample at the end that I think is more serious. No, go ahead. I know. Yeah. Well, and I, I guess I just want to say, you know, I know I kind of made it a silly, a silly example, and I don't do that to trivialize the, the kind of things that people do get canceled for, which are much more serious. I just was trying to think of an example that wouldn't actually get me canceled. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. So during this thought experiment, it was actually pretty thought provoking, as as silly That's as it the were. Goal. That is was. the goal. Um, I think. I think something that's interesting is how I said, let's let society cancel us as opposed to, right? So like people can either listen to us or they can't and our sponsors are either gonna pull or they're not based on financial reasons, not 
not because society says we should be canceled. And I wonder if that's one of the directions that more people would be acceptable of in the future is if literally Disney said, hey, we're canceling Gina because we know we would have lost X amount of money and it makes the business sense to do so. And therefore she is going to be out from, from now on or whatever. I would which is, certainly which is, accept that way more. Well, that yeah, is would, why, right? Like that's the real reason. I would accept that. <laughs> like say that, be upfront with that, with right. those cancellations. And I, I would be accepting of that because that is your business decision. But to, yeah, to go the other route, I don't know. Sort of hiding behind some moral BS high ground. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I think you bring up a good point too. All right, my, my all right, my, I want to speak go to ahead. that really quickly because I think uh, what's cool about that is like Gina Carano, I think has had some business opportunities now open up because of the cancellation. She like she's having some partnerships and some other opportunities pop up because of this. And I think to combine counterculture, which Smiley keeps wanting to bring into the episode and cancel culture, you wonder, I wonder if we'll see a counter cancel culture develop in the you know the next decade or so where like people get canceled and then another like segment of society is like we're sick of this cancellation we think you were misaligned or maligned by this we're gonna now hire you you know we want to we yeah, want to well, give you a platform you know like and yeah. um and i'm i'm starting to see that especially with with gina like and there's this new wave and, and i think even she tweeted it a few times and it says they can't cancel us if we don't let them so like there's this new kind of movement going on where they're saying hey support people who have been wrongfully and i use the term wrongfully loosely canceled right. um because some of them certainly were, were warranted yeah it gets gets a little bit murky for sure and yeah i mean I, I think the danger with that is do you have then almost like support groups for people who are doing things that are are not right you know like yeah exactly i'm not i'm not i'm not interested in in like a an upswelling of support for nazis you know like not to say anybody that we've talked about is one, but you know, like that's something people get canceled for. It, it's uh, this whole thing, very dangerous territory. All right, quickly, Shai, what do you got? Uh, you have All a right. counter example. All right, yeah. a counter example that I think is maybe it's a little bit more from home. I don't think it's personal or touch or anything, but I thought you were going to say some of the extent of, you know, Mike Joyful has shown up and has, you know, <laughs> he screenshotted text messages from Final Fantasy XI back in the day of us saying you know, hurtful things about his grammar or, you know, not waiting for him at a merit point party. We bullied him. Demanding we bullied him online. And I think well, we bullied and, many of people. I, and I think that's a fair point because I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, like we've talked about that too, how like we kind of, not that I don't think we ever did anything, we didn't do anything worth cancellation, but, you know, we were more aggressive back in the day. We would run into, you know, camps, run people out in a video game, but like, I think that's a, that's not a sign of like in, in our lives, how we've grown and like how we've matured yeah. and like, but you know, I think that would be more humorous. I still do it today. Realistic. <laughs> Next we, had a, we, had home, a, right? we had a very Jack Sparrow point of view. That's what we always used to quote. There's <laughs> only two rules, what a man can do and what a man can't do. You know, like, that's kind of how we justified it. I mean, we didn't, yeah. we didn't, it's not like we cheated or broke any rules. And we never put people down. We never we made fun of them for any, any shortcomings yeah. or anything like that. We were just, just, just we just weren't very courteous. Yeah. We kind of, we, we kind of we we broke the etiquette yeah. uh, rules of the game, yeah. right? Like it was it was kind of an unspoken the, the unwritten rules of you know don't poach from somebody else's yeah, camp. Yeah, somebody's already established. You give they were here first. You kind of defer to them and go somewhere else. But because we, we could, like, we would. Yeah, we're like, then, well, yeah. no, we're better than you. We can do this better. If you can't compete with us, <laughs> that you know, we were very capitalistic, yeah. which yeah. you know, uh, evolutionary. You could say natural selection. You know the <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I, I do regret some of it. Not all of it, but some of it. 
All right, that was it. So. All right. Well, we're way over time, but I knew yes. we would be on this one. Uh, this was a good one. I mean, there's a lot. Obviously, we could have talked another full episode about this. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot we didn't get to. Um, hopefully, we weren't too offensive. If we, if I specifically said anything um, that came off wrong, uh, I, I apologize in advance. Uh, you know, I think really what we're trying to do here is is hmm. is open conversations. I think we talked about a little bit off the air that just like it's we're in a place in our society now where it's difficult to have meaningful conversations between people who disagree about things, especially fundamental things. Uh, there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of uh, triggering and, and offendedness coming into play. And it's, uh, we, we here at the Focus All Your Podcast want to be uh, examples of people who maybe have different ideas. And we didn't disagree too much in this podcast, but you know, it's important to be able to talk and we're never going to solve anything in this country without without talking about it. And we may say the wrong things in those discussions. We may step on each other's toes or, or misstep and having ideas of forgiveness and, and, you know, tolerance of words, of, 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 of expressing points of view of helping each other grow and learn from things, I think is, is the way we come back to a better place. So any final thoughts before our, our, uh, our thing is done. All right. Well, if you want to tell us how offended you are, if you would like us to be canceled, um, let us know. <laughs> you know, uh, we'd like to know why, um, and, and maybe we can have a discussion with you. Uh, we can be found on YouTube at Focus Target Podcast, on Twitter at Focus Target, and of course our Gmail, the best place to get a get a hold of us, Focus Target Podcast at gmail.com. So this has been season three, episode seventy eight. We got through cancel culture with only two times me calling it counterculture. So I did. I met my goal. Uh, and so I'd say it's a successful podcast. So thanks for joining us. Uh, we will see you next time. This is your host, Smiley. This is Shy. And I'm Ben. As always, cover us, Porkins. We're out. As always, cancel us, Porkins. We're canceled. <laughs> <laughs>